0: I'm going to give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do lead and love your life every year i set out to read as many books as possible i'm obsessed with thought processes and how others learn and i also believe that readers are leaders and when you're reading about other ideas and processes and things it it actually gets ideas in your own brain and that happened to me just yesterday here i am bringing you what i read but a little bit different so i am reading a book called scrum the art of doing twice the work and half the time if you don't know anything about scrum it's a process that many people have used in the software environment for years to actually create software processes and systems and all the things to deliver to us all the great technological advances that we see all the time as fast as humanly possible. Now, this podcast is not going to be about that because you, my friend, are a job seeker. You're looking for a job. You're not looking to learn a process, although it is a fascinating process. But each chapter is really broken down into how to simplify things. And one of the chapters is on teams. It's one of the longest chapters in the book, which I personally admire because who you surround yourself with and how you create that environment really does make a big difference in how that team functions. You know, if you know me at all, you know that I like to say that, that I would dig ditches for a living if I was with the right people. And it has to be indoors because, you know, that would be uncomfortable. But with that being said, this book really helped me define something that I wanted to bring to you today, and it's all around job titles. So I always take notes When I read, I I literally handwrite them. My handwriting is terrible so that I can remember. Something about pen to paper really helps cement a thought or an idea. And when I finished the chapter on Teams, the thing that I wrote down was throw away business cards, be known for what you do, not how you're referred to. Now, Jeff and JJ Sutherland, who wrote this book, You Are My People, I couldn't agree more. I hate business cards and I hate titles because they limit our thinking in so many ways. You know, can I interact with this person because they're above my pay grade? Can I go above this person? Can I be in this meeting because it's all C-levels and I'm not a C-level? I just feel like it breeds a level of otherness that I don't like meaning I'm not like the others. I'm special, I'm different. And honestly, in a business when you feel that way, that's where communication breaks down. And I'm really bringing it up because I believe in your job search that your title can be limiting you. Now, I don't mean that your title exactly is limiting you, I actually think that it's limiting your thought process. Um, I remember when I started at Bell South, I worked at Bell South, which doesn't even exist anymore. And they actually mention in this book, which makes me laugh because they mentioned how inefficient it was, and I'm like, yes, it was so inefficient. I had somebody tell me to slow down when I was working there, it was very funny. Um, I would never talk about a company except for the fact that they don't exist anymore, so I feel comfortable doing that. Anyway, I digress. I remember when I started there, everyone that worked there wanted to know what number I was. Now, I had just graduated from college, so I didn't really know anything. And I just knew that they were giving me a paycheck for what I felt like was like a ton of money at the time. I got to move to the big city of Atlanta from Knoxville, Tennessee. And now people are asking me what my number is. And I was like, uh, twenty two, because I was twenty-two when I moved here. Uh and they're like, No, no, your job grade. And I don't remember I don't remember what that is. Like I I I barely remember what president was what number. So my employee number just really didn't sit. But what I found out very quickly was everyone was judged by their number. So if you were this grade or that grade, people could go online and figure out what salary band you were in, how quote unquote important you were. And so that number became very important. And I was at that organization for two years and I fought to get to that next number. Uh, (laughs) It makes me laugh because it's just so ridiculous. And all of that energy and all of that time can be spent doing more productive things. And I know you, dear job seeker, are actually doing those more productive things. And I want to talk about taking off the blinders of that job, that job title, so that you can truly see the value you're bringing and not get caught up in the number that you are like I was back in the day. So when I talk about a horse with blinders on, what do I mean? Well, I mean, I was hired to do X. So I was hired to be a sales manager. So that means in the job description that the company gave me that I do, right? You and I both know that no matter where you are hired, while there is a job description, the things that you end up doing are vastly different than what is on there. I can tell you at different jobs that I have been a project manager. I have herded cats, is what I like to call it, which is what I feel like every project manager does. God bless you all, you're amazing human beings. I have been a part of product development. I have been a part of customer success discussions and client retention discussions. I've been a part of supply chain. I have even cleaned toilets at a job. So first of all, If I said that, well, that's not part of my job title, oh gosh, you don't want to work with those people, right? I mean, I don't want to clean toilets, but I'm here to say that if it moves the business forward, I'm on board with that. And that's what I signed up for. So when you are looking for a job and you are going to sit down and write that resume, take those blinders off. While a job description is great for telling you tasks and things that you did sign up for, think broader than that. Think about every team in the organization that you've touched and how you have helped them. Because that is not in your job search, or in your job title, sorry. It is part of who you fundamentally are. It is a gift and talent that when you embrace will set you apart because it shows that you're not just a job title and also the beautiful thing that no one shares with you about a resume is you get the opportunity to tell any story you want no matter what your title was and you get to decide what that story is And those bullet points under that title matter a hell of a lot more than the titles that are sitting there. And all the other keywords on the document matter more than that job title that's right under your name. So, take the blinders off. Do not get caught up in, I can only do this because my job title is this. Instead, I want you to think about your overarching abilities and what you truly impact. Dollars you save, revenue you generate, time you save. You know this is what I always tell you. It's not going to end, right? I'm always going to tell you that you make an impact on a daily basis. And it is agnostic of that job title. And here's another thing. If, there, if this podcast has not moved you in any way, shape, or form, remember this. Every organization uses different titles. I've worked with people that are directors that have no direct reports. I've worked with vice presidents that are basically administrative assistants. I have worked with people who are C levels and don't have people under them because the company was very small. So, Do not let job titles hinder you in what you apply for and what you're looking for and how you express your abilities and your impact for the market. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.